What's up, y'all? It's the CEO of Building Books, Arthur Latifah Bryant, here for another wonderful podcast. Y'all are in for an amazing, amazing, amazing episode. Arthur Crystal, how are you? I'm great, Latifah. Thank you for having me. Oh, wonderful. We are so excited to have you here. Tell my listeners, who are you? Where are you from? What do you do? Yes. So, hey, everyone. I'm Crystal Williams. I like to think of myself as a savvy serial entrepreneur, philanthropist, but also fun-loving woman of God that is always striving to live my best life, right? So what do I do? I am a career coach by day and by night or whatever you want to say, right? So with uh, I have a lot of corporate America experience. And throughout my experience, I fell in love with really coaching my mentees. So that made me really want to start my own business, the U Brand Academy in 2018, right? And it's my strategy coaching and consulting firm where I assist individuals in authentically excelling in their career journey. And if you're out there listening and you're just stuck in a moment within your career journey, listen, definitely connect with me via email. I'm pretty sure Latifah will put all my contact information in the show notes. So I look forward to connecting with you on that front. But yes, that's a little bit about me. I currently reside in the DMV area, which is DC, Maryland, Virginia, but I'm originally from Chesapeake, Virginia. Nice. Okay. All the way from the DMV. All right. Originally from Virginia. That's awesome. Well, like I said, we are so excited to have you here. And listen, it sounds like you are a woman of many, many, many skills. Yes, (laughs) ma'am. I love it. I absolutely love it. Now tell us, do you have any books? you know? Of course, of course. So I just self-published my book entitled Soul Ignition, which is my intellectual poetry book that contains thought-provoking prompts, affirmations, and more that will really ignite your soul and build up the confidence or better yet, the confidence, I like to say, you need to become the greatest version of you in your nine to five career, your business and overall life's journey. Uh, when I was putting together this book, I did not even know Latifah that it was a book. I had no idea. I just knew that I was a woman who loved to write poetry. And I realized that when I was writing my poetry, this was an outlet for me. This is a way of I guess a form of therapy, if you will, for me to just write down my thoughts and what uh, in regards to what I was going through. And just to give you a little bit more background as to how this poetry book even came about, I was actually going through a transition within my career journey. You know, I'm a career coach, but I didn't always start off as a career coach. I was in corporate America. I was in government. And I, like I was saying earlier, I fell in love or have a passion of helping others, helping others navigate successfully and authentically within their career journeys. So with that, 
I said, you know, I have to be true to myself. I have to actually take the leap of faith and leave this um, corporate America life where I was doing accounting work, IT auditing, totally different industry from the professional development industry that I am in now. So with that said, the book came about because this literally contains my thought patterns as I was encouraging myself to take the leap of faith, to move and be obedient to the calling that was on my life. So yes, yeah, soul ignition is definitely um, near and dear to my heart, not only near and dear to my heart, but when I wrote it down, wrote this book, the Lord said, it's not just for you. It's not just for you. These poems in this book, these affirmations, these prayers in this book, it's not just for you. It's for my people. So therefore I was pushed, I was pushed (laughs) to publish the book. And I'm just so happy that I was obedient to the call because Soul Ignition has definitely blessed so many people, so, so many people. I can't even um, put a number on it, honestly. And I just released it in June of this year officially. Well, congratulations, Arthur Crystal. Like, you are just amazing me already. Like, you are a brand strategist, a coach, and an author. I mean, you, like, how do you find ways and time to even write poetry? Yeah, <laughs> that's a good question. I mean, with all what I got going on, um, I definitely find time to write it. I I don't know about you, but I keep like a notepad by my nightstand. I also keep a, keep my phone there. So like, if I'm ever thinking of something, my mind is like literally always going, I feel like. So I'm either always in my notes section of my phone, like, Hey, let me write that down. And I always joke about this with my husband. He, he always says, uh, you gonna write that down later. I'm like, yeah, I'm gonna write it down now, you know, (laughs) because it'll be something intriguing that we'll be talking about. And I want to put like a, and I want to expand upon it. And when I expand upon things, they just automatically really come out in poetic form. So I like to tell people I'm a poet by nature. I, I really can't explain it, but I just, you know, it, it's really just, you can give me a topic and I say, oh, okay, it, it just rhymes. It rhymes, it makes sense, and I can just elaborate on it. Listen, and I so can relate. Like, a lot of times they say, like, if I'm trying to give a friend advice or, you know, making a status or whatever, a lot of people are like, you are just so poetic. And, you know, for <laughs> some of us, it just, it truly comes naturally. So I just want to, like, definitely clap it up for you because I'm still over here, like, how in the world does she manage her time? How does she have the time to even, you know, write books and speak life and give back to others? But I just want to say I'm so grateful for you answering the call that God placed on your life because I know how that can be, you know, questioning like, should I do this? Should I go for it with this? You know, so I'm so very grateful that you proceeded to go forward. Um, can you tell us about a maybe a hard time that you faced? when you first started your publishing journey and did you ever consider giving up oh wow so like I was saying oh well first off let me say like taking the leap of faith and being obedient 
that's no easy task. It's no easy task. I feel like it takes an extra level of faith to do that because at that point you're surrendering your plans to God and saying, Hey, I trust you over anything. Whatever you tell me to do, I'ma do. Cause that <laughs> I got a point, I got a um, line in my poem in one of my poems that literally is talking about, and I don't know a verbatim right now, it's horrible, but <laughs> it literally talks about God, I gave you my yes, but now you got me going around here looking, you know, crazy sometimes, but I know you ain't going to be letting me look crazy because I'm your child. It's like, I'm crying out to God, like, listen, I'm a being obedient, but at the same time, Things ain't going the way I thought they were going to go. But a lot of times we think that, you know, just because we have this grand plan, we got to understand that our plans are nowhere near better than God's plans. So that's what I talk about in a lot of my poems and try to really encourage myself as well as others who read it, get them to understand, like, listen, your plans are literally, I hate to say this, but they trash. They trash when it when it compares to what God has for you. Because the word says, you know, he will do exceedingly abundantly above all that we can ask for. So when we release our plans, when we surrender our all to God, we gotta let we gotta trust and believe that what he has for us is much better than what we've written down or anything. I know that's right. All my listeners were paying attention to that because that is so true. Like they always say, if you want to make God laugh, just tell God your plan. So I definitely know that to be true. Okay. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yes. But also, I wanted to um, really answer your question. You said, is there anything like during my self publishing journey, did I ever want to quit? Obviously, I wanted to quit. When it, especially when it comes to like, it, it takes money to self-publish your book. You just don't do this thing for free, right? So I'm like, oh my goodness. I literally had my book written and everything last year around this time. But because I was, um, you know, financial situations came up, I was like, okay, I got to put the book on the back burner for a little bit and then I'll save up up to do you know I was just like oh is this ever going to happen and so forth but of course listen if if the Lord told you to do something you got to do it right so of course I got my priorities together got everything right and then I continued to write so I was literally still writing (laughs) as I was like in the middle of quote-unquote self-publishing my book and I had to include these poems entitled like no more fear the eviction of fear, tears and cheers. Those are all titles to some of the poems that I have in the book. But I really want to focus on the no more fear one because I had to literally tell myself that multiple times, multiple times throughout my self-publishing journey and throughout my career transition journey, you know, fear will sometimes, not sometimes, all the time, consume us if we let it. But one thing that I did with fear, I wrote a letter to fear. I wrote a letter to fear and said, fear, you got to go. 
you don't deserve to be in my life and so forth. And I, I talk about it in a way, and I'm going to read just a few lines from the poem, No More Fear. It says, my God did not give us the spirit of fear, but of power, love, and a sound mind. So again, I shout out loud, no more fear. And I say, Jesus, take the wheel as I confront fear. Wipe my eyes of all the tears that have been shed here. I, fear, I need you to know that you can't take away what God has for me. You in the way of me and my dreams. So you will not and cannot come looking for me because I'm making my dreams a reality. I'm pushing on, standing on faith, listening to God. So fear, get out my way. And that is just a part of that poem, No More Fears. But those are some things that we often should be telling fear, confronting fear, like fear is literally in your face. <laughs> and you're sitting and having a conversation with fear, like, look, fear, you gotta go, bye-bye. That's what we have to do in order to get to what God has called us to be, you know? Baby, that palm, honey. Feels <laughs> all through my body. Okay. <laughs> like, oh my gosh, like what? Please tell my listeners where can they find a copy of your book? Yes. So I will give you the link to put in your show notes, but you can really, my book is being sold in different um major retailer stores, such as Target is being sold on Target online being sold in local well local to me Barnes and Noble but it's also on the Barnes and Noble website as well Walmart and you can also purchase it on Amazon however if you want a signed copy and a special note I encourage you to definitely purchase the book from me okay and that website will be in the show notes okay for sure, for sure. And congratulations for getting your book into Target and just and other, you know, major retailers. That's awesome. I'm super proud of you because I definitely know the struggle and wanting to just, you know, quit and especially through the self-publishing journey. So I am super proud of you and I'm just so excited. I'm so thrilled about your future. Like, girl, like I love that song by Jacqueline Carr called Major. It's like, I can't explain it, but I know that it's major, okay? Listen, oh, yes. Oh, yes. That, that is so true, so, so true. That's amazing. So what do you think makes your book stand out from others? Like, what makes it stand out from other poetry books and any, you know, any of your competitors or anything? Yes, so... I definitely, that, that question itself was definitely looming in my head as I was writing the book, because I was like, I don't just want to be, you know, like any other poetry book. I want to be different. I want to stand out because I am that peculiar voice. I am that peculiar career coach. I am that peculiar child of God. So I was just like, of course it's going to stand out, right? <laughs> but um, I, I really put my spin on it. It's not just poetry in this book. It's more of a, so I went a self-help book, help book, excuse me, if you will. It's kind of like, hey, I need something to really ignite my soul to emerge who I truly am. I need a book that will reveal me to me, if you will. Reveal me to me. So in other words, if you get this book, you will reveal 
yourself to you, you know, it, it'll allow you the opportunity to go deep dive into some of your thoughts. Like, okay, if you're dealing with fear, if you're dealing with um, not, you know, being afraid to go after your calling or being afraid to start that business or being afraid to transition in your career journey or being afraid to just be you, simply you, right? So my book contains different prompts. It contains what which I call in my book, soul ignition action items. I'm literally giving you action items to hold yourself accountable for going the extra mile in your business, in your career, in your life in general, right? I'm holding you accountable by giving you those prompts. And I have different inspirational um, affirmations in the back where I give you tips and strategies on how you can use them. You can literally put them on post-it notes. You can hang them on your walls. You can do, you can put it on your board. I don't know, but it's just a, a, a lot of things that you can do with these affirmations. And let me just give you, um, two, I'm gonna give you two because I want you to get the book and I want you to read the book. <laughs> yes, please. But <laughs> But one of them says, celebrating many wins is a necessity to maintain your sanity throughout life's journey. And that's the inspirational quote that I love to use to inspire, empower, and position individuals' mindsets to reach the next level within their career, business, or overall life. Because, you know, oftentimes, Latifah, like, we don't even like to celebrate ourselves, Right. We don't right. like, we just like accomplish something and then we're like on to the next. But no, we need to stop, smell, the, literally smell the roses, be in the moment and celebrate our accomplishments. That's why I say celebrate many wins because we all have these big grand goals, right? But we also have to have like many wins or those mini um, milestones, if you will, along the way to that bigger goal. And we have to, those deserve to be celebrated too. They deserve to be celebrated, which is why I put that particular inspirational quote in here to remind people and to encourage people to celebrate yourself, celebrate your mini wins throughout your life's journey. Listen, I'm over here like snapping it up, like, yes, sis, <laughs> please celebrate those wins, okay? That is just like this one. Oh, say that again. I know I was gonna go to another one. <laughs> oh, go for it, go for it. Yes, okay. So this next one really touches my heart because I like to tell people I'm a recovering perfectionist. <laughs> Um, so it says, don't let perfectionism get in the way of your productivity. Like I literally had to nail that statement to the wall. I would literally spend so much time, you know, doing different assignments or tasks, you know, that was downloaded in my spirit to do and say, oh, it's not done yet. It's not done yet. Oh, I can't put it out. Blah, blah, blah. I can't put it out. And it was impeding upon my productivity. And I was like, oh no, this is horrible. So when God revealed that to me, he was like, I didn't give you an assignment and you think you got to be all perfect about it. I just said, release it to my people. That's it. Release it to my people. That's it. And let me worry about 
the other things, all the other things. Not to say, you know, your words got to be out of order if you're writing a book. Not to say, you know, your slides or your PowerPoints or whatever got to be all over the place. That's not what I'm saying. But I'm saying don't focus on the, the minute stuff. Focus on the big picture. Focus on you're doing it for God's people or you're doing it for this particular cause, okay? Because it's all about being productive. You want to be productive and not worry about, you know, oh, this is missing. This is out of place, blah, blah, blah. Mm -mm. Put those perfectionism ways away and go about your business and be productive. Now, see, I thought I was the only recovering perfectionist. (laughs) Oh, my God. And now, like, I'm so glad that I'm just not even a perfectionist anymore because now it almost irritates me when people around me are trying to just be so perfect. But I have to remind myself, like, sis, that used to be you. But, Mm -hmm. oh, my gosh, like, one day it just clicked. It's like, sis, you are in your own way. Like, done something. Sometimes finished is better than perfect. Like, just finish. Just get it out there. Like, and for my listeners, you know, if you are sitting on that book idea or sitting on that business idea, like, stop trying to wait for this, you know, perfection or this perfect moment to happen. Like, you are in your own way. Like, that perfectionism can really get in the way. So I'm so glad you brought that up because that's that's a thing. Okay. <laughs> it's a whole thing. So, yeah. <laughs> for sure. For sure. Like, I am so just... I don't know. I'm, I'm proud that you were able to realize that as well. Like, would you say that? I mean, perfectionism can really get in the way of your business and everything else. Oh, yes. Perfectionism can definitely stand in the way of you making money, <laughs> of you making those connections, of you um, just wanting to put yourself out there because you like when you're a perfectionist, honestly, it's like something deeper than that. It's like, you really don't think you're good enough at the end of the day. So tell it, tell I, it. Yes. So once you have that revelation about yourself that you are good enough, that you are more than enough. And, and really, when you have the revelation that you understand who you are because of whose you are, listen. Okay. You're unstoppable. You're unstoppable. At that point, you're unstoppable. Okay. And that's really all I have to say about that. But I do want to say that when I was going through that struggle, because Lord knows that that was a whole struggle right there, I had to literally give myself notice. And I wrote about this in the, in the poem is entitled Give Notice. And I'm just going to read just a few lines from it. It says, be bold and do as you were told by God, no matter the odds. Give notice to the world and laugh in the face of adversity and say, take several seats and watch me shine because with God, I'm going to get what's mine every time. Now be warned, the life you desire may not happen in a day or two, but if you know, like I know, this is what God wants for you. And so every, and that ends the point, not the point, but the ends the section that I want to cover for the, for this particular point. I just want to stop right there because listen, if God is telling you to do something, all he wants you to know is that, Hey, 
hey, I, I told you to do this. Not, not Susie or John down the street. Not, not your coworkers. Not, not, no, no, none of them people. I told you to do this. So guess what? If I told you to do this, it's automatically blessed. Your steps are automatically ordered. So just go do it. Trust me, right? We just got to trust the process. And I feel like that's law. Like, I had to realize, too, like, sis, stop asking for permission to do you. And mm-hmm. to do you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah. we were already ordained for this. God already laid out the path. So, sis, it's time to walk. And I love how you say, like, you had to serve yourself notice. Like, that's for real. Sometimes you have to evict that lower self. You know, you have to let yourself know, like, sis, you know, no more of this. Like, I love that Sarah Jakes Roberts sermon, you know, girl, get up. Like, sometimes you just have to just, girl, like, get up. Let's get this done and let's, you know, meet our higher selves. Let's do what we're supposed to do. But it's it look, it's the guy for me. Like <laughs> the guy for me. Really? No, seriously. And you touched on um like don't ask permission. I literally had some write about that too in the book. And it's in the same poem. It says, give notice to the world and never ask permission to use your gift. God's bestowed on you. Can't you see you're on a mission? Yes, on a mission to do you. And that just ends that part of the point. But we're all on a mission to do us unapologetically, right? Unapologetically, meaning don't don't ever discount the ideas that you have. Don't ever discount what you heard God tell you to do. Just go do it. Just go do it. That's so true. And then it's like, God be looking at us like, do you trust me or no? Nah? Like, <laughs> like, I'm telling you what to do. <laughs> For sure. Listen, we'll be done. Yes, yes. We, we are our own worst enemies at times, unfortunately. I know, I know, but like I said, you know what? I'm going to be real. Honestly, writing helped me to realize how much I was in my own way. Like, some things I didn't even realize I went through or was accepting, you know, until I started writing about it. And so I try to tell people for real, like, writing, it really gave me a new life. Like, it saved my life and it also gave me a new spark, you know, in my life. So I encourage people, you know, if you are feeling stuck, you know, just feeling like you don't know where to turn, you don't know where to go, grab you a pen or an iPhone notepad, you know, whatever kind of whatever you need, but just write. And I'm telling you, like, sometimes I didn't know what else to say. And God was like, "Uh uh-uh, write this, say this, do this. And I'm just like, man, like, big God is something else. I'm telling you. Mm -hmm. He sure is. But yes, I, I definitely echo everything you just said. Like writing has definitely been therapeutic to my soul, literally. 
Hence why I named the book Soul Ignition. Like it, it, these words on the page will literally ignite your soul to want to do more, to want to go after your dreams, to want to really build that business, not just your way, but God's way, right? Let me find out your books and your words make the people come alive, because... Yes. <laughs> Oh, that's right. I don't even want to read the book if it ain't gonna make me feel alive. If it ain't gonna uh fire up my soul, I don't want it. (laughs) (laughs) Listen, I can tell, I can I I I I can feel that you have a powerful book. Like um, I love the cover, I love everything about it. And so um, did you do the cover yourself as well? Did you do everything yourself? I did not design this cover. However, this cover you see here was downloaded in my head. Like I couldn't draw this. I couldn't like, I just told the artists my vision and they brought it to life. I love it. I love it. And um, of course, this cover has a story behind it. Um, the the actual story literally wasn't downloaded fully to me until after the book was done but um God revealed to me he said you know you see the cover of your book right what does it look like what does it look like a person is doing you know and he revealed to me the phrase praise posture praise posture so when you are going through those transitions of life those roller coasters of life you have to consistently maintain a praise posture which is why you see a hand it literally is a hand reaching up to God like hey I'm here come on now I know you got better for me I know this ain't it but guess what I'm, I'm, I'm still going to remain in this praise posture, okay? Nothing's ever going to stop my praise. Nothing ever that I may face traumatically will ever stop my praise. So I'm going to remain in this praise posture. And if you look at the, um, the cover of the book, it says happiness, virtuous faith, power, peace, trust, joy, strength, and confidence around the hand. But those are all things that God will give to you in your moments of distress. Happiness, he will give to you. Increased faith, he will give to you. Peace that surpasses all understanding, he will give to you. So that's when he revealed that the hand is not just the hand. It's a praise posture that you have to be in in order to really elevate your mind in order to really get to the next level in, in your career, in your business or in your life. You have to be in those praise postures, especially if you are going through turmoil, especially if you don't have the clarity that you are seeking in that season of your life. So I encourage you, stay in the praise posture, y'all. Stay in the praise posture. I don't care how hard it may be at this time. I don't care if you're jobless. I don't care if your business defaulted or whatever is upside down. I don't care. Stay in your praise posture because let me tell you, God will come through just in the nick of time. Okay? Okay. Every single time. Every single time and listen that praise posture is something serious now I grew up Baptist and we used to sing this song um it was called I got an anyhow praise 
on the yes. inside. Okay. Yes. So <laughs> like just having a praise posture really reminds me of this song, which I still do love. And I always find myself saying, you know what? I got to anyhow praise. Like I lost a lot of things, but I never lost my praise, you know, and I just need the listeners to know, um, like she said, like Arthur Crystal said, like, keep that praise posture. And as you were talking, you know, I could just picture just a woman, you know, bent over, you know, hump back. Because a lot of times, right, when we cry, we automatically lose our praise posture. And I'm not saying that there's nothing, you know, that crying is wrong or bad but it's like yo once you finish crying like get back to that praise posture you know get up straighten up your back and let's go let's let's give praise to God or even while you're crying right because I believe in um you know that there's different types of grieving so um try some happy grieving you know if you're crying hey cry looking up cry standing up look up to God and and turn it into a worship never lose that praise posture honey that's that's good right now that's that's real good (laughs) (laughs) yeah listen when the lord downloaded that in my spirit i was like oh and let me tell y'all just so y'all get uh, y'all gonna get get the soul ignition volume one that's what's out now but trust and believe i'm already starting to write soul ignition volume two and the poem that's around praise posture is going to be in that one so look out for that Love it. I love it. I absolutely love it. Once again, I'm so super duper proud of you. Where can my listeners follow you or find you on social media? Do you have any social media accounts? Yes, ma'am. So you can follow me on Instagram at the U Brand Academy. And also on my, look, that's my business page, but my personal page, which is loosely my business page, you guys, <laughs> but a little bit about more, uh, more about me in detail and my family that you can follow me on Instagram at crystal clear wisdom. Again, that's at crystal clear wisdom. And I'm also on Facebook as crystal Williams. Awesome. This is so wonderful. I know my listeners are going to enjoy following you. I know that they are so going to enjoy your book and I'm definitely enjoying you here on the show. I thank you so, so, so very much for stopping by. And like I said, I I can't explain it, but I just, I know that it's major. Like you keep that praise posture going like, oof. Listen, I'm, I'm just excited about your future, sis. I, that's all I'm going to say. <laughs> Thank you so much. Thank you so much. I really, really appreciate it. Really, really appreciate it. <laughs> of course. Now, what is some advice that you would give people who may be facing, you know, some of the similar things that you faced or someone who doesn't know how to keep their praise posture? Ooh, oh, my goodness. First off, I want to let you all know that it's okay to cry. It's okay to have a a moment of weakness, okay? That doesn't mean, like Latifah was saying, that doesn't mean you just stay there. But I want to let you know that it's okay to cry. Because I do it all the time, you know? I just got to cry my eyeballs out just a little bit, okay? Sure. 
but I'm going to get back up. I know I'm going to get back up. I know I'm going to go through. And sometimes their tears are joy because I'm like, well, thank God for the evil, right? Thank God for the evil. Thank God I'm not where I'm at, that I'm not where I was at two, three years ago, right? Or even a year ago. So it's kind of like a mixture. And I like to, um, look, you know, all of this ties into a point because I literally feel like I lived this. I did live this. I lived this transition. I, I, I've lived or been or know and understand what some of you all may be going through at this time. So I, I, I want to talk about this poem that I named Tears and Cheers tears and cheers because when you are going through certain things there's going to be tears but they're also going to be cheers as well but you got to understand what cheers to focus on and you want to focus on the cheers that are from God and not from man because if you focus on the cheers that are from man let me tell you <laughs> okay you get far you won't get far at all but if you focus on the applause of God you will get further than what you can ever even imagine, ever even imagine, okay? And I guarantee, look, and I guarantee that, and that's on that, okay? Look, for, for real. <laughs> <laughs> but I wanted to share with you this about why I wrote this poem. I wrote it because, first off, like it says, tears and cheers, you're going to cry. But at the same time, I was asking God, listen, I gave you my yes. I gave you my yes. So why am I still, you know, in the same predicament? Why am I still crying? Why am I still like in, in uh, this um, moment of disbelief and all of this stuff continuously happening to me, right? I gave you my yes. So I'm going to start at that part of the poem and state, I thought my yes to you would have me standing tall in you, of course, but really I just feel like I want to curl up like a ball and give up. But then I think about what you may say to me in the midst of the tears. Giving me your yes was just the beginning. And this is God talking, y'all. My child, so sit back, buckle up and enjoy the ride. Always look with your spiritual eyes and not your natural eyes because what you are going through right now will only last for a while. During this time, I need you to truly become familiar with who you are because of whose you are, my child, of course. Then and only then you will realize you are the face, you are face to face with greatness every day, even when you don't feel like it from day to day. And I just wanna stop right there and encourage you all right now. Um, that last sentence of what I just read to you, it took me a while to realize that I was face to face with greatness every day. Meaning I can literally look into the mirror and see what God is doing or see that God is really evolving me into who he wants me to be, just what I want to be, right? So when you think about you know, who you are, whose you are, because who you are, because of whose you are, and that's God's child, you will understand that God don't make no mistakes, right? God, he don't make no mistakes. And what he has told you is gold. And he just wants you to be obedient. That's it. That is it. So when you get that in your head, when you start to think like that, you will understand that you are looking at greatness every single day, even though it may not look like it from a 
a physical perspective, but you know, if you look at the situation with your spiritual eyes, listen, baby, you unstoppable. You unstoppable. That is a word. Okay, that's a word. And I like to say, you know, it's not really about what you go through. It's about how you overcome, you know, mm-hmm. um, like for sure. And I like to say as well, like I don't I don't like to publish pain books like we can write about the sadness. We can get that out. You know, I'll go through that good old purge with you. But in the end, daughter, I want to know how did you overcome everything that was sent to destroy you? Like, you know, and as a matter of fact, I'm going to ask you that same question. Like, how did you make it? How did you overcome? Yes. So, of course, writing was definitely my therapeutic outlet in overcoming some of the challenges that I was facing, especially during my transition from going from corporate America to literally going into a different industry, um, running my own business. And yes, that that whole transition, whoo. I was in a praise posture. I will tell you that. (laughs) And I would definitely um, always be writing. I would always confide in my husband, confide in him. So again, like I confided in my husband, but if you don't have a husband at the moment, you all, or a spouse that you can confide in, definitely lean to a friend, lean to um, a a colleague, a trusting colleague, if you will. And because at the end of the day, you need those accountability partners to keep you in check, to keep you um, grounded as to, you know, you're doing this for a reason. And to always remind you of your why. Like those people you keep close to you, they should always, they should know your why and they should push you towards your why. And the prayer that I always used to say that relates to that is God help me to encounter those I need to encounter in order to uh, continue down this purposeful path that you have for me. I just want to encounter those that you want me to encounter. If it ain't from you, don't, don't even let me look that way. (laughs) So those are definitely some tips and strategies of how I was um, able to stay grounded or to really overcome some of the challenges that I was facing during that season of my life. So yeah, so just to recap, writing definitely was in a praise posture, definitely had those accountability partners. For sure, for sure. And I so agree because, you know, not every a person in your corner is qualified to be an accountability partner because mm-hmm. sometimes they will just allow you to self-destruct. Like I remember when I came like really came out of depression and everything, I was looking around like, yo, I was really losing myself and nobody said anything. You know what I'm saying? So, mm-hmm. um, and I'm not saying that it's their responsibility but what I am I mean it just really taught me to not only choose my friends wisely and family wisely or whatever but to choose myself you know no Mm. matter what like I never want to lose me again ever oh that's good that's really good like you you're priceless like (laughs) exactly exactly your life is worth so much so much but if we could just get over ourselves like get over okay <laughs> oh god made us cocky <laughs> but sometimes we have to put that ego 
to decide. Like, oh my gosh. So um, I think you're wonderful, Arthur Crystal, and you are more than welcome to come and visit us anytime. Um, I have so very much enjoyed you. I know the listeners have enjoyed you as well. Um, tell us one more time, where can they find your book? Yes. So you can find my book at a lot of major retailers. You can find it find it on target.com, walmart.com, amazon.com, and barnesandnoble.com. If you are in the DMV area, my book is actually being sold in the Bowie, Maryland area. And also if you're in the Virginia Beach area, which I'm originally from, like Chesapeake, Virginia, Virginia Beach area, you can find it down there too at their local Barnes and Noble. But if you want a signed copy from me, I encourage you to go to my site at www.theubrandacademy.com and you can go to the shop section of the website and purchase the book there. I love it. I love it. Thank you again, Arthur Crystal. Did you have anything, any last words to leave for my listeners? Any feedback at all? Yes. Always, you all, listen to me. Come closer. Come closer. Always know and believe that you are enough. Always know it. Don't feel like you ever have to go far to go get your dreams or to have your dreams come to fruition. Know that you are enough and God will supply every single one of your needs. And I just want to declare an arm's length blessing for you guys. And what I mean by arm's length blessing is that literally you ain't got to look far. You may not even have saw it before but when you again when you look with your spiritual eyes when God really has you encounter who you need to encounter it's going to be at arm's length and I just want to declare that for you all tonight listen if they didn't receive that then something is wrong okay I definitely receive it. I know if you're listening, you got to receive it because you know I only rock with the best of the best authors. Once again, Arthur Crystal, it's been a pleasure. Thank you so much for stopping by. Um, This is your girl, the CEO of Building Books. Y'all make sure y'all continue to stay subscribed, stay connected, follow us on social media. Once again, y'all, it's been amazing. Arthur Crystal, I wish you well. I'm excited about your future and I hope you have an amazing weekend. Thank you so much. Thank you.